Chapter Three of Experiments in Plant Hybridization. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Avai in February two thousand and ten. Experiments in Plant Hybridization by Gregor Mendel, translated by William Bateson. Chapter Three: Division and Arrangement of the Experiments. If two plants which differ constantly in one or several characters be crossed, numerous experiments have demonstrated that the common characters are transmitted unchanged to the hybrids and their progeny. But each pair of differentiating characters, on the other hand, unite in the hybrid to form a new character, which in the progeny of the hybrid is usually variable. The object of the experiment was to observe these variations in the case of each pair of differentiating characters, and to deduce the law according to which they appear in the successive generations. The experiment resolves itself, therefore, into just as many separate experiments as there are constantly differentiating characters presented in the experimental plants. The various forms of peas selected for crossing showed differences in the length and color of the stem, in the size and form of the leaves, in the position, color and size of the flowers, in the length of the flower stalk, in the color, form and size of the pods, in the form and size of the seeds, and in the color of the seed coats and of the albumen, cotyledons. Some of the characters noted do not permit of a sharp and certain separation, since the difference is of a more or less nature, which is often difficult to define. Such characters could not be utilized for the separate experiments. These could only be applied to characters which stand out clearly and definitely in the plants. Lastly, the result must show whether they in their entirety observe a regular behavior in the hybrid unions, and whether from these facts any conclusion can be come to regarding those characters which possess a subordinate significance in the type. The characters which were selected for experiment relate 1. To the difference in the form of the ripe seeds. These are either round or roundish, the depressions, if any, occur on the surface, being always only shallow or they are irregularly angular and deeply wrinkled, pisum quadratum. 2. To the difference in the color of the seed albumen, endosperm. The albumen of the ripe seeds is either pale yellow, bright yellow, and orange colored, or it possesses a more or less intense green tint. This difference of color is easily seen in the seeds as, equals if, their coats are transparent. 3. To the difference in the color of the seed coat. This is either white, with which character white flowers are constantly correlated, or it is gray, gray-brown, leather-brown, with or without violet spotting, in which case the color of the standards is violet, that of the wings purple, and the stem in the axils of the leaves is of a reddish tint. The gray seed coats become dark brown in boiling water. 4. To the difference in the form of the ripe pods, these are either simply inflated, not contracted in places, or they are deeply constricted between the seeds and more or less wrinkled, pisum saccharatum. 5. To the difference in the color of the unripe pods, 
they are either light to dark green or vividly yellow in which colouring the stalks leaf veins and calyx participate footnote one species possesses a beautifully brownish red coloured pod which when ripening turns to violet and blue trials with this character were only begun last year End footnote. six to the difference in the position of the flowers they are either axial that is distributed along the main stem or they are terminal that is bunched at the top of the stem and arranged almost in a false umbel in this case the upper part of the stem is more or less widened in section pisum umbellatum seven to the difference in the length of the stem the length of the stem is very various in some forms it is however a constant character for each in so far that healthy plants grown in the same soil are only subject to unimportant variations in this character in experiments with this character in order to be able to discriminate with certainty the long axis of six to seven feet was always crossed with a short one of three-quarter feet to one and a half feet each two of the differentiating characters enumerated above were united by cross-fertilization there were made for the first trial sixty fertilizations on fifteen plants second trial fifty-eight fertilizations on ten plants third trial thirty-five fertilizations on ten plants fourth trial forty fertilizations on ten plants fifth trial twenty-three fertilizations on five plants sixth trial thirty-four fertilizations on ten plants seventh trial thirty-seven fertilizations on ten plants from a larger number of plants of the same variety only the most vigorous were chosen for fertilization weakly plants always afford uncertain results because even in the first generation of hybrids and still more so in the subsequent ones many of the offspring either entirely fail to flower or only form a few and inferior seeds furthermore in all the experiments reciprocal crossings were effected in such a way that each of the two varieties which in one set of fertilizations served as seed-bearer in the other set was used as the pollen plant the plants were grown in garden beds a few also in pots and were maintained in their naturally upright position by means of sticks branches of trees and strings stretched between for each experiment a number of pot plants were placed during the blooming period in a greenhouse to serve as control plants for the main experiment in the open as regards possible disturbance by insects among the insects which visit peas the beetle brochus pisi might be detrimental to the experiments should it appear in numbers the female of this species is known to lay the eggs in the flower and in so doing opens the keel upon the tarsi of one specimen which was caught in a flower some pollen grains could clearly be seen under a lens mention must also be made of a circumstance which possibly might lead to the introduction of foreign pollen it occurs for instance in some rare cases that certain parts of an otherwise quite normally developed flower wither resulting in a partial exposure of the fertilizing organs a defective development of the keel has also been observed owing to which the stigma and anthers remained partially uncovered 
It also sometimes happens that the pollen does not reach full perfection. In this event there occurs a gradual lengthening of the pistil during the blooming period until the stigmatic tip protrudes at the point of the keel. This remarkable appearance has also been observed in hybrids of Phaseolus and Laturus. The risk of false impregnation by foreign pollen is, however, a very slight one with pisum, and is quite incapable of disturbing the general result. Among more than 10,000 plants which were carefully examined, there were only a very few cases where an indubitable false impregnation had occurred. Since in the greenhouse such a case was never remarked, it may well be supposed that Prochus pisi and possibly also the described abnormalities in the floral structure were to blame. End of chapter 3